Welcome to Gippsland Anglicans On Air, where we discuss matters of modern life through a Christian lens. My name is Libby Willems, and today is the last episode in our four-part series on the Christian season of Advent. So wishing everybody a happy Christmas Eve when this is being broadcast. I hope your day is going well. We've discussed hope, peace, and joy. Today, we encounter the greatest of the themes, I think, love. To help us understand more about the dimensions of love in the context of Advent, I am thrilled to be joined by the Reverend Kate Campbell. Welcome, Kate. Thank you, Libby. Pleasure to be here. Oh, so happy to have you. Kate, love must be one of the most popular words we use. We sign off emails and letters with this word. We say love this on social media or simply leave a heart reaction to indicate that we love something. You know, we see that on, on Facebook and Instagram. It seems like a one-dimensional emotion. Is it true or is there more to love? Oh, I think it's a huge, it holds huge dimensions. Um, you have all sorts of love and um, there's erotic love, there's agape, there's, it's, um, and Love expressing it. God loves each and every one of us, full stop. And um, family and friends, we we love them in in independent ways. And I know um, I don't know about other people, but I, I, from my experiences, it is true. We can all all have some um, family stuff that goes on that, yeah. that um, really really challenges us. And I remember many years ago, probably twenty five years ago. I had I was speaking to someone, I was seeking some some helpful advice. And um this person said to me, Well, you've got two options here. You love your family as they are, or you step aside. I went, Oh, thanks for that. Yeah. Um, let me process that. And I prayed through it and I thought, my family is my family. I love them and I have just had the privilege of growing into all that and without going into detail there have mm. been there's been a great deal of healing and simply loving someone doesn't mean to say we like what someone does but yeah. we just love them and um, and I we can have practical expressions of love mm. um it's very broad mm. it's very broad and mm. the bottom line is God loves all of us full stop yeah um, unconditional yeah and I think um I've got to an age where uh, I've grown through different, the different relationships that you meet, you know, all, yes. of, all of the people. And sometimes um don't want to use the word outgrow. It's just the, pay, the rate of, of growth is different. Yes. Um, so it's not about outgrowing um, because I feel that that's not quite the, the right way to think about it. But the 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 um, quality of that friendship or, or relationship or connection changes and yes. it's time to be elsewhere or, or be with mm. other people. Yes. But there doesn't have to be a hatred or or, or a, a, an insistence that somebody must grow or must be different or must change to make you happy. <laughs> Absolutely. We are all individuals. None of us are identical and we need to be really mindful of that and really care for one another in that place. Hold each other gently yeah. and regardless of who we meet. And it's, it's tough sometimes. It's, it's not really easy. But, um, uh, it's, it's important that we do that. And like you say, sometimes we grow through or grow aside or yeah. grow differently or at a faster or slower rate, yeah. but we need to be mindful and, and simply love one another in that space yeah. and however that is meant to be. Yeah. Um, I think sometimes 
sometimes people haven't always encountered what it feels like to be safely loved, to be, is that how God makes you feel, Kate? Oh, God, absolutely does. It took me a long time to accept that. I remember a conversation with um, friends who, um, wise friends who spoke of unconditional love and I said, oh, there's no such thing. There can't possibly be. Um, but I believe there is now and and that's how I understand it mm. now. Um, and, for example, with your children, well, I love my children unconditionally. I just absolutely love them full stop. I don't always agree with some things and they may not and they don't agree sometimes with me. It's a very mutual thing. But the bottom line is I love you for who you are and, and that's how it is and I simply place people in God's hands and if I can do that, I it's important for me to um, place myself in God's hands and actually know that and and live that out. I've had mm. so many encounters with people simply by being present and mm. um, and I can't even say it's always a conscious thing but just showing, showing some simple care and love, literally love for people mm. um, as I meet them. So, you know, through chaplaincy, police chaplaincy, yeah. it's uh, and I imagine that's a tough place, but just simply care for people. Yeah. That's that's a, that's a practical love, I yeah. think. And it's uh, uh, I'm also getting the sense that it's not you turning up with answers for people and how they no. should do things. No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't got all the answers. <laughs> I don't have all the answers. I think all of us and those listening would um, have, we'd all be rolling our eyes and <laughs> Thinking, oh yeah, that's that's the most unhelpful thing sometimes to, for mm. people to feel like they're, they're they're turning up and telling us how we've got to do something mm. that really works. Mm. Uh, so love is is often just walking alongside or being absolutely yes, walk walk alongside one someone and just be there listening. Yeah, sometimes you might have a response, and sometimes it's sitting completely mm. in silence with someone. Is that mm. simply being present to them to know that they cared about yeah. I've often done that in here in the cathedral and um from here in the registry people have knocked on the door and oh I need to speak to a, a minister so take them into the um chapel and just sit quietly sometimes very little is said sometimes an awful lot is said but not by me I yeah. just sit there and hear it all yeah mm, it's very important yeah for people to know that they're valued yeah I'm thinking of the Bible and the story when um, Jesus has his feet washed and oiled. Oh. <laughs> like that expression of love. That is an abs- just a beautiful, um, humble love. It's, it's a very simple offering, yet it's complex too. It's, um, yes, it's just a simple thing to do. But it just goes to show the simplest, smallest things mm. are just as significant as great big things. Mm. And that kind of connects with. Um, going into um, Christmas through Advent, you know, you know, the buying up stuff, all this wrapping up and getting into all these practical, so-called practical mm. things where we um, where we can focus on the stuff, and um, that's not the important things. Mm. They are not the important things at all. It's, um, it's it's often the small things that are important, the most important. Mm. I think uh, I'm thinking not not so many weeks ago, sitting with a friend who was suddenly um, experiencing a lot of grief um, from something that had come had, had gone by a loss she'd suffered a couple of years before that, but it, it all landed again this particular day, mm-hmm. and I was beside her, and there's nothing I could do to fix her grief. 
um, except to hold her hand. Yes, um, absolutely. And we've spoken about that day since those that day and she said it was just I'm so glad you were there she I you know I didn't I didn't expect to be caring for her that day but I'm, I'm glad I could in in a little tiny way but it was enough for her just to be able to move through that difficult time mm. and that and you you just described that as a little tiny way but that was huge for her yes that, that simple thing of yeah. giving her some time yeah. holding that space of time for her and that obviously lifted her enough to to keep going yeah. and and move on with whatever she needed to do in her life and mm. but still holding that ge- that grief and hopefully not so uh, holding it more gently if mm. you like mm. and nurturing herself yeah mm. i think one of the heartbreaks of the world we live in is that some people may just not know what that feels like and they just you know for for the circumstances of perhaps the family they grew into or they just don't know how it feels to be safe in the company of another person. Um, and um, I, I guess my prayer for Christmas is that people can uh, experience that. Oh, look, really I think um, if you come from a, um, an unsafe environment, um, it's really hard to actually know and even actually accept that that you are someone of value, that you are important, mm. important to God most of all. You just you just don't know, and um, and until it's actually demonstrated in a very real way, um, it's really difficult for people to actually um, even have the concept in their minds mm. that they are they are a value as, mm. as important as any other person. Mm. It's yes, it's that they're the place, they're mm. the places that are really important. It's particularly in this time of year. Mm. Most yeah, leading up to Christmas can be a tough time. And that's mm. often when the violence steps in and um yeah life is really tough. Yeah. 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 There's lots of reminders. I happen to um um, come across Bishop Richard's Christmas message from 2022. So if you uh-huh. happen to uh, visit our Gippsland Anglicans Facebook page, you'll <laughs> see that it's been reshared. Um, it's a short video, five minutes and something seconds. And um, but in that time, he talks about um, the complexity of families, and um, uh, you know, and he even spoke about Jesus's ancestry as having some uh, stories and skeletons, messy and, stuff. Yeah. Yes. So um, if any of us are feeling a little like our families aren't quite up to the hallmark, you know, standards of Christmas, um, then we're in good company. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Yes. And I know there are um, skeletons in my cupboard, my family cupboard, and they've been still coming out this year. We don't need details about that. but um, And it's complex, um, but... Still, it's um, it's important to engage yeah. with, with one another and engage with people, and for us as people of faith to um, to actually reach out and be present. Yeah, it could be even something simple like just hello to someone, yeah. you know, yeah. or a smile, or a smile, you know, or holding a door open. Yeah, those little things. Yeah. and I it was wonderful this morning. A woman came in and said, "Oh, knocked on the door and said, oh, look, I've got some um, food here,' and um, and she's brought in um, some practical things, oh. some treats, some bits and pieces, and 
Um, there are some people that um, we know that yeah, um, could really we do a little bit of lift. There are people that won't ask, mm. wouldn't nor wouldn't normally ask. So we'll we've packed up a couple of bags and um, we'll mm. we'll um, share those around and let Noel share those around. Mm. Yeah, it's it's. it's it brings brings us back to the opportunities of Advent, Kate. Yes, say that, that um, Advent um, kind of just gives us more reminders of of how to um, spread hope and spread peace and spread joy and love. Um, yes, and these beautiful themes that we just um, wrap ourselves in during Advent as mm. we look forward to the the celebration of Christmas. Yes, and through um, through our liturgy and experience of worship for me it's it really helps me slow down mm. and to focus on what's what and who is important yeah what and who is important yeah. in that whole space of time yeah yeah and things will happen in god's time i yeah. really believe that we just have to respond <laughs> i can't do it all we've got to <laughs> we have to step up to yeah, yeah. yes Kate, do you have a favourite scripture that um, references love? There's many you could choose from. Mm. Oh, nothing can ever separate us from the love of God. Oh, yes. Simple as that. Yeah. Nothing nothing can separate us. Mm. God is always present, yeah. We can move away sometimes and be distracted, but nothing, absolutely nothing can separate us. Mm. <laughs> This, I, I mean no disrespect, but it's it's almost that um, it's almost sounds like a, a like a rock song, like a, a teenage boy band. <laughs> Nothing can tear us apart. Feel feel free, create yeah. a song with me. <laughs> I don't <Absolutely>. mind. <laughs> I don't mind. Um, thank you for bringing my attention to that. I love to sh- discuss scripture because in the ways that other people read it and interpret it and understand it, that you can emphasize this word or that word. And, oh yes. Um, I hadn't really heard those words. You, you, you've changed me already, Kate, in this conversation. Just thank you for the reminder. My pleasure. You have a song for us today. Yes, what have I you chosen? Do. I've chosen a song, a song called Star Child, and um, I've been singing it for, oh, since the mid-'90s, and um, a song that my daughter played um, on the piano for many, many years in worship. And um, and I can still hear in my mind the voice of a dear friend who had a wonderful voice and, and he would sing it. And, um, you know, the, the lyrics in it are just, are just beautiful. And if you listen carefully, the last two lines of each verse repeat and, it's, and, I, and it always brings me to tears. Oh. In worship, always. <laughs> and, you know, it's... Yes, star child, but we are all children of God. Yes, as simple as that. Let's let's hear this song.
Kate, what a beautiful choice of song. Oh, you look quite moved. It always touches me. We are all children of God and that that hope, that dream that um, this year, this year, let it happen that everyone um, will will experience Christmas, that Christ is is here. Mm. Christ, Christ is arriving. Mm. Mm. Anticipation and um, celebration. And it's hard to imagine when you look at what's going around going on around our world at the moment, and um, that's another thing that brings many of us to tears quite regularly. I think, mm. and you know, I have this sense of I don't ever understand why one human being wants to hurt another human being. And there's so there is really that's really prolific at the moment. And um, um we are all children of God, and even regardless of our faith, mm. I, I I really, really believe that, and that's that's a hope and a dream that I have, and mm. and I refuse to let go of it. Yeah. <laughs> the world would be terrible if, if nobody had a hope or um the desire for for love, a loving world, where would we be? Where would we be? Mm. And there's that word hope. We, yeah. It's important to hold that hope, mm. you know, that hope for peace and so that there is joy and that will be celebrated in the love, mm. through the love, mm. however, you know, what form that love takes. Mm. Mm. Something that's been um, because I've had the lovely privilege of um, being in the interview seat for this series is the hearing a commonality between the themes of hope, peace, joy, and now love, is it not just being some label that, you know, like some passive label, it's actually a very active word. Would that be true? Oh, love, love is active and I believe it is meant to be active. I, yeah, um what does Jesus say? Love one another as I have loved you. Love your neighbour as yourself. Yeah. And I remember many, many, many years ago, I was, I was giving, um, giving a talk at a Casillo, and it was quite confronting to me. It's, it was, a, um, I had what they call apostolic action. That's that, that offering of love right. for others and um, love your neighbour as yourself. I kind of went. Oh, you have to really love and appreciate yourself to be able to do that. It was it was a striking experience mm. for me, and it was a great turning point. And mm. that's not about puffing yourself up no. and being someone special. It's kind of gosh, if if you, if I'm unable to love myself as God loves me, how am I going to be of any benefit to those around me? And there were quite a few shifts in me over that, and mm. and it really helped me. Um, understand and accept others, some others, people, you know. For example, um, we had a food bank in our, that particular parish where I was living at the time and um, and it really pulled me up because I used to think, oh, they smoke and drink when they're coming for food. But that that oh, encounter, they should have spent their money on Yeah, and that encounter, it really pulled me up. I'm like, hang on. And it's like you you were saying, some people don't, have never experienced a safe place or a safe relationship. And so, well, if they've not experienced that and don't know those practicalities and sensitivities of things, how how on earth should I, can I expect them to actually know? So 
Um, it helped me engage with those people and love them for who they are, accept them for who they are and actually help them through the process mm. and so that they could they could um, experience some of those things. Mm. And, oh, yeah, that's how oh, I get it. That's why I shouldn't be doing this mm. or that, you know, what can help me do this. Yeah. And it was that it was confronting for me yeah, yeah. to work at it. Mm. You remind me, Kate, of um, the time where, yeah, I, I remember praying really hard about a, a uh, person that I knew, uh, you know, who was in a very difficult position and a, a difficult health condition and um, I was praying and praying, really wanting something to change and um, wanting, wanting that the, the, the answer to that prayer was that I needed to change. <laughs> yep, that's the one. And I went, oh, like, like it was the answer. And I, was, and, I, and I remember in my mind thinking, really? That's hard. Now I have to, now I have to do something. And um, I've learned <laughs> I've learned that, um, well, you know, what you pray for is going to ask you to become different more than anything else. It's just changing to make it easier for you to tolerate. Yes. Usually my prayers ask me to be different somehow or do different things. Yes. Um, and uh, it sounds like your story too, that there was change in you. And so the act of loving or the act of hoping or the act of being peaceful or the act of being joyful is it's it changes you it, it, but but also then by extension it changes the world it does yes it, all those things um are active if we really well i think they're actually active they need to be active things yes yeah, yeah jesus was active in his ministry yeah. yeah and he took his time out for um prayer and I'm one of those people that yeah. I am naturally a contemplative, so yeah. I'll take that time out for prayer and meditation and reflection. Yeah. Um, it, it needs to be, we need to be active in, um, in um, hope, peace, joy and love. They're all active things. And I know people can say, oh, oh you're happy, Kate? I go, I don't know that I'm happy, mm. but I have moments of joy and, yeah. you know, life is, life is good, but um, yeah. I'm not a, oh, I'm happy all the time. <laughs> well, yeah. It's not, I don't, yeah. For me, it's not possible. No, just, no, that's, I'm, I'm content. Yeah. I'm very content. Yeah. That's my word, yeah. content. That's not my demeanour either. As we were talking before and um, the, wondering about, the, you know, there may be people who don't have a strong experience of safe love. I also imagine that there are some people who've been loved so well that it's hard for them to understand um, how how isolated a person might feel mm. or unsafe they might feel. Yes. Um, and I think that that tolerance and understanding and, and just being considerate of other people's experiences and you know how how they are in their life or in the community. It's, it's very important to um, do all that we can to be mindful of that. I'm I'm very privileged. This sounds a bit odd, but I'm very privileged that I've I've had some hard stuff, some really difficult stuff, and um, and and pain, very painful experiences. But they actually help me to. Um, what I call put myself in someone else's shoes without putting their socks on. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't need to be them. I don't need to fix them. Yeah. Um, that's that's not my role. But it's yeah. important to be present to people. Yeah. Simply be present and show God's love. God's yeah. love is absolutely profound. Yeah. So, Kate, t- 
tell me, have you got a, a favourite Advent tradition or something that you particularly love about this time of year? Oh, look, um, I love the lessons and carols. Um, that's, services. That's yeah. what Kevin told us yeah. last. And we were talking about that. <laughs> and the other thing is um, having the nativity um, scene out. I always oh, have my yes. nativity out. And um, I have a friend whose um, her, her nativity is um, different to mine. I go, oh, I wish mine was like that. <laughs> her, her baby Jesus is actually separate. So to the crib. He, yeah, separate to the crib. So the baby Jesus is in a drawer. And her granddaughter um, is very aware that a no baby Jesus doesn't come out until Christmas morning. Mm-hmm. And I... It's, it's, if you heard her tell the story, it's really, really beautiful. Oh, oh no, yeah. you've painted a beautiful but the picture. The is very important to yeah. me as well. I, I have the same. I, I, I shocked for a long time to find the nativity that had the, <laughs> the separate, separate baby. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I yeah. think I need to find one. <laughs> Perhaps if you... Um, uh, look under the tree this year. <laughs> Maybe your prayers will be answered. I might make a soft one. Oh, yeah. that's a lot. Oh, well, you're very crafty. For people who know Kate, know your sewing talents, that, that I'll, I'll look for that for next oh, week. <laughs> Kate, we have come to the end of our episode. I want to thank you very much for joining us to help us understand or uh, better understand love in the season of Advent. Thank you. Oh, thank um, you for having me. Oh, my pleasure. To all our listeners, thank you for being with us today on Gippsland Anglicans on Air. And to discover more episodes, you can check out our podcasts at www.gippslandanglicans.org.au and search at Gippsland Anglicans on Air. So while you're there, do take a look at our magazine, The Gippsland Anglican, for pictures and stories of how Anglicans across Gippsland and the world are bringing God's kingdom into being. Thank you again, Kate. We'll have a happy Christmas. Oh, thank you. Happy Christmas to you and happy Christmas to all the listeners as well. Thank you for joining us. My name is Libby Willems and thank you for listening. Thank you.